Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Morning, Madeline Palmer filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 5th of December. Brittany Higgins is set to launch legal action against two former government ministers and the Commonwealth after the ex-Liberal staffer called Australia's criminal justice system a national shame. Ms Higgins thanked her supporters in a lengthy statement posted to Instagram yesterday after the retrial of the man accused of sexually assaulting her at Parliament House in 2019 was abandoned on Friday. The charges against Bruce Lerriman were subsequently dropped. Ms Higgins' lawyers will now reportedly pursue a compensation claim in a civil court with former Liberal Minister Linda Reynolds confirming she'd received notice from the law firm but said the proceedings are yet to be filed. In other news this Monday morning, the federal government is copping some pushback over its plan for each state and territory to implement their own cap on coal prices. The move, which is expected to ease rising power bills, is set to be discussed at a national cabinet meeting on Wednesday. Government Services Minister Bill Shorten says it's an important step to help lower the cost of living for Australians. This issue is too important not to leave the room without it. I know that Prime Minister Albanese, Minister Bowen, Treasurer Chalmers are are absolutely focused. This is, without a doubt, as we approach Christmas, I think the issue which they're most seized on. But Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has said she wants compensation for any revenue lost in capping prices while New South Wales Treasurer Matt Keane says it should be a national plan. It doesn't matter how they do that. They want to talk about capping a particular commodity, that's fine. There are many methods that they could use. I just want to see them come up with a solution and deliver on the promise they made to the Australian community. That audio thanks to Sky News. Meantime, new research has found former Prime Minister Scott Morrison was the least popular major party leader we've had since the 80s. That's just one of the findings from the Australian Election Study, which will be released by the Australian National University this morning. Lead author Professor Ian McAllister says the study also shows a lack of support for the centre-right within the younger generation. Well, I think there's major implications there about the long-term support for the coalition. And the normal pattern we used to find was that When people were very young, they tended to vote for a party of the centre-left, Labour or Green. Then when they got a bit older, they started voting for a party of the centre-right, either Liberal or National. That seems to have broken down. It comes as the Greens call for teenagers as young as 16 to be given the right to vote. The party will make lowering the voting age one of their top priorities when Parliament resumes next year. It says climate change and the cost of living are just some of the key issues teens are concerned about at the moment. To WA now, where an investigation continues after a body was found floating in waters south of Perth yesterday. Our reporter Alicia McFarlane has more from Perth. Police have now identified the woman's body that was discovered floating off the Fremantle Harbour yesterday morning. Her identity, age and where she was from is yet to be released as the Homicide Squad continues its investigation. How the woman died and came to be in the water also remains a mystery. But Detective Senior Sergeant Greg McDonald says the circumstances immediately led to suspicions of foul play. In the absence of any clear explanation of the death, we will treat any case in these circumstances as suspicious until we can prove otherwise. 
Meantime, there's been tragedy off Sydney's northern beaches. Only a few days into summer, a rock fisherman has sadly died after being swept hundreds of metres out to sea. Our reporter Lauren Howarth has more from Sydney. Yes, that's right, Maddie. Emergency crews were called to Narrabeen yesterday morning to winch an elderly man from the water. He had drifted around 700 metres offshore. Local Joe telling Nine it was a frantic search. Two police went running down to the beach and they were asking people questions on the beach. They then took the man, aged in his 70s, to a nearby park where paramedics performed CPR. But sadly, he couldn't be saved. A report will now be prepared for the coroner. And Australian cricket great Shane Warne has officially been elevated to legend status. Warney is now a legend in the nation's most prestigious sporting club, Sport Australia's Hall of Fame. Cricket Australia has congratulated his family. His son Jackson and daughter Brooke have told Channel 7 it's a bittersweet moment. It's just a shame he wasn't here to see it because I know this would, this award would have meant a lot to him. We wish he was here to see it. I'm sure he will be shining down. He wouldn't, he wouldn't miss out on it, that's for sure. Now for the latest in business and finance, we're joined by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The Reserve Bank Board is meeting again tomorrow, so should Australians be bracing for another cash rate hike? Well, Maddie, it's a gamble. The RBA does meet tomorrow and economists expect another hike in the cash rate. A 0.25% increase is tipped which will take the cash rate to 3.1%. However, something a pause in the rises is possible tomorrow, and these economists think there are only two more rises ahead, with the cash rate topping out at 3.6%, rather than the former view of 4.1%. Let's hope these forecasters are right. Yeah, definitely, Pete. I'll be keeping a close eye on that one. And look, anti-lockdown protesters appear to be actually working in China. Is this for real? Well, Bloomberg reports that more Chinese provincial capitals relax COVID-19 restrictions as authorities expanded the policy shift towards reopening the economy after anti-lockdown protests erupted across the country last week. First-tier cities, including Beijing, Shenzhen and Guangzhou, have partially eased such curbs in the past few days, and regional centres are now easing restrictions. China's zero-COVID policy is bad for inflation, world economic growth and the stock market, and these easing of lockdown measures will really help share prices. And Peter, look, shock, horror, we could be running out of champers for Christmas. Let's hope it's not right, Maddie, but inflation is falling and the stock market looks poised for a good Santa Claus rally. But celebrating in style could have its problems, with the SMH reporting that Australia is in the midst of a mild shortage of popular champagne brands such as Moet, Birthclicko and Bollinger, and retailers are really coping with a supply drought. Explosive growth in the global demand for champagne, as well as supply chain and logistics issues, are contributing to the shortage, which has prompted experts to suggest bubbly drinkers try lesser-known varieties that are still on the store shelves. Look, some great tips there for Christmas. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Josh Conway. And Josh, good morning. Happy Monday. Nathan Lyon has spun the Aussies to victory in the first test against the West Indies. He did with a six-wicket haul, Maddie, and good morning to you. But it's not all good news for Australia with Captain Pat Cummins in doubt for Thursday's second test in Adelaide. 
The Aussies retained the Frank Worrell Trophy with a 164-run win yesterday, but Cummins didn't bowl a single ball on day five due to a quad injury, which at times restricted him to moving like a man twice his age in the field. But the skipper insists he's still a chance to line up later in the week. Kind of got a bit tighter, I was going to have a bowl, um, but yeah, pretty happy managed to, to not bowl, so give myself a good chance. Lions 6 for 128 helped the host shrug off a plucky Windy's outfit and first innings double Centurion. Steve Smith says it was tough work. The wicket wasn't doing too much, it was pretty flat and uh, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't too many tricks there. Yeah, got there finally. It will be interesting to see if Cummins can get to full fitness before Thursday, Maddie. Scott Boland looms as the likely replacement. And the Socceroos are heading home after their loss to Argentina in the knockout rounds of the World Cup, Josh. The game watched by millions across the country early yesterday morning. But even though the Aussies are out, things are getting down to the pointy end over in Qatar. They are, Maddie, and France have sent another warning this morning. You remember they were far too good for our Socceroos earlier in the tournament, and now they've progressed to the quarterfinals with a 3-1 victory over Poland. Two goals from Kylian Mbappe leading them to victory. Mbappe once again on the swivel. On SBS there, England and Senegal are also in action this morning. And just to some other sport, it was the end of an era yesterday as Holden raced for the final time in the supercars at the Adelaide 500. And it was a fitting farewell too, with Brock Feeney taking the chequered flag, the 20-year-old coming the second youngest race winner in the sport's history in the process. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's been an awesome year, but I felt like the win was always so close and to get it at the last race in front of all these fans for Holden uh, means so much. That audio thanks to Fox Sports and the Phoenix have Melbourne NBL bragging rights. They defeated Melbourne United 78-72 to yesterday. Sydney and the Jack Jumpers were the other winners overnight, Matty. Fantastic. Thanks for your time, Josh. And commuters at Grand Central Station in New York have had a surprise performance from the Children's Choir of Ukraine over the weekend. The 56-member choir sung Carol of the Bells for onlookers who captured the impromptu performance on their cameras. Beautiful. The choir is visiting the US to raise money for United 24, a fund helping Ukraine rebuild from the war with Russia. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. And you can also catch the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Madeline Palmer. Thanks for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.